Hi, Divines. Did you know you can record your own podcast just like me? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum views. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one easy place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And stay divine. Hi, Divines. It's your girl, Otisi Lynette, and I'm so excited to announce we have finally started Season 2. Season 2 will be filled with so much love, so much hope, so much positive energy. I'm so excited to get to know you guys. I'm so excited for our girl chats. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited, and I can't believe we've already made it to Season 2. I can't believe that we've built such a beautiful community. I can't believe that I've gotten actually to know a lot of you guys. I am so excited for more dms more questions more engagement and i look forward to knowing each and every one of you building our friendships our relationships our sisterhood growing together breaking down generational curses learning how to love ourselves learning how to give ourselves the best self-care the best love the best of everything because we deserve it so stay tuned this season for the divine film podcast i love you divines Hi Divines, it's your girl Oticia Lynette back with another episode and today's episode is titled Your Body, Your Choice. So before we start, as always, let's do a check-in. First, I would like you to place one hand over your chest, the other hand on your diaphragm, and take a deep breath in. Release the breath. Take another deep breath in. Release that breath. Take one more deep breath in. And now release the breath. Hi, Divines. How are you guys doing? I need to take a drink of water. Excuse me. What are you guys' favorite water? Like, well, what is you guys' favorite water? Like, what water makes you go best thing in the world? I love um, core. The core water, core hydration water. I have, like, a big, big jug of it. Well, I have two big jugs. But I love them. It is perfectly balanced with ph purified water and electrolytes and minerals for taste and it has a ph level approximately 7.4 and you know like nine is the best i think so 7.4 is pretty good that's pretty good so hi you guys today's episode is titled your body your choice so the reason i wanted to talk about this today is because lately in social media i feel like or not just in social media, just in a society 
alone these last two three years as a woman a black woman a black queer woman a black queer woman who is comfortable in her sexuality a black queer woman comfortable in her sexuality and is able to discuss sex and misogynistic views without being offended has really been a lot has really been a lot um because i've i've listened to men's views on women and you know i i heard some and majority were stupid but i mean it is what it is but at the same time this is not a let's bash men and everything men say because there are some men that respect women that understand women that encourage women that celebrate women that uplift women and understand that her body her choice her body her life her body her life her choice none of his business are you hearing me so one of the things i want to talk about in today's episode that is like the core foundation is the word ho like the reason i want to talk about the word ho is coming from a girl who has been called a hoe a lot in her life like trust me i've been called a hoe a lot and it's mainly because i've either had conversations about sex where i was open about my sexual encounters and the things you know me having casual sex because like in all transparency in this episode i'm going to be very transparent about a few things in my past you know just a few but one of the things is i've been called a hoe I have friends that have been called hoes. I know other girls that have been called... I know girls that haven't even had sex and have been called the hoes. Like, actual virgins. Not girls lying saying they're virgins, but, like, actual virgins that have, like, never had sex and have been called the hoe because she went and spent a night at a dude's house and now that makes her a hoe and she must be fucking because you ain't laying in the bed with a man and not fucking and lay- like you know what i'm saying like things of that nature things of that level or a fact that a girl has casual sex having casual sex having one night stands automatically makes her a hoe because let's just get down to the nitty-gritty we live in a world now if you're a woman black white red blue you know, Mexican, Italian, Jamaican, Caribbean, whatever. If you are a woman and you simply enjoy sex, you get pleasure out of sex, which you should be because if you're having sex and you're not getting any pleasure out of it or any type of, you know, um, uh, sensation and it makes you feel good, you need to stop having sex or have sex with somebody different because something wrong with that. But enjoying sex in general makes you a hoe. If you simply say, I enjoy sex and I like sex in this misogynistic world we live in, it makes you a hoe. And the reason it's so so weird to me is because the more women that are starting to believe the misogynistic views that come out men's mouths and that they are based upon and women that agree with them and help support them and uplift this dumbass rhetoric is like, okay, first of all, you need to love yourself. Because to think that a woman is a hoe or a whore or whatever you want to call it simply because she engages in sex and she enjoys sex and she takes sexual liberation back from years and years of being put down, especially black women, being told you're either sexy if you're light-skinned and you're attracted to white men or if you're a dark-skinned girl, then you know you must be good at riding dick and you must be good at giving head because the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I do not like that. If you ever see me and you say that to me, I probably will punch you in the face. Just like 
that'll be the first disclaimer of the episode you know i have one every episode disclaimer you call you look at me and say sweeter the berry the um the darker the berry the sweeter the juice i'm gonna punch you in your face like dead ass in your face because it's like what i have to enjoy sex differently like sex now has become one of those things where women aren't even we're not even allowed to talk about whether or not we receive pleasure if we're pleased what type of anything you say now can and will be used to you in a court of public opinion and the court of public opinion is worse than the court of law because the council culture council culture will cancel anybody anybody you can be a tree you can be a stick you can be a dog you can be a cat council culture will cancel you council culture will be like oh you don't like this or you do like this or you find this acceptable oh my god you're a woman and you like this and this is how you feel about sex council 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 first of all no one can cancel your body your body your choice what you choose to do with your body sis is your business what how you choose to have sex and who you have sex with sis is your business the type of sex you like is your business what is not other people's business is who you having sex with why do you enjoy sex when you having sex that like it's it's so much more than saying oh she's a hoe because when you call a person a hoe, you're literally telling them the thoughts, the opinions, the views they have towards their body and how they receive pleasure is wrong. And if you're a woman and you call other women hoes or you feel like other women are whores or whatever, or like her, her sexual liberation or her being comfortable in her sexuality and how she views sex is a bad thing, you might need to check yourself. You might need to check how do you feel about your sexual traumas? How do you feel about, you know, the sex you encountered? Are you receiving pleasure at your maximum potential? Are you, you know, engaged in relationships, sexual relationships, or have engaged in sexual relationships where you felt comfortable just without sex? Like, your choice, your body is, isn't just about the actual physical you know sexual experience it's about how you see sexuality how do you represent yourself in sexuality and it's your choice your body your choice you should not feel bad or feel upset when you make choices based off how you feel for your body and for your pleasure because it's your body it's your choice now with that saying your body your choice something we are going to talk about today is sexual assault and sexual consent I feel like it's hard to have a conversation with a man or woman that has misogynistic views towards sexual assault and sexual consent because the dumbass, you know, age old saying we've heard is, well, what were you doing? It's your fault because you were dressing this way or you were acting this way or you put yourself in a situation that allowed you to feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we come from a place where if you aren't educated or you decide to stay in that level of stupidity or ignorance because you don't want to see another person views because you might realize the views you have been taught or you have been seen for however long are wrong or you're just stubborn and you know stupid and stuck and stubborn and stupid sexual consent is if a woman says no that means no 
I don't care what she was wearing. I don't care what vibe she gave off or I don't care how you felt she looked or she dressed or if she had sex with 18 people before she told the 19th no, no means no. If he didn't get consent, that is rape. If she is drunk and intoxicated, that is rape. And I saw something on Twitter that said you can't be high enough not to give consent. You can't be high enough or, you know, smoke enough weed or whatever to not feel like, you know, you're not in your right mind. That's not true. If you've ever smoked some good gas, you don't got, you know, high enough to the point where you weren't in your right mind. I'm just saying, like, I've got high to the point where I wasn't in my right mind, where I've made decisions like, damn, when I sobered up, I would not have done that if I was high. Like, I've had those moments like, damn, that was not me. That's, that wasn't, that's not how I act. That's not how I feel. I was high. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, like on some subconscious level, I'll t- you know what? I'll take it back. It might have been me, but it wasn't me making the right decisions. Because when you get drunk, that could be you, but it's not you making decisions you would normally make. That is a version of you that is not functioning at the highest level it could be functioning don't ever let anyone make you feel like well what did i do to get assaulted what did i do to get you know raped or what did i do to get this horrible experience happen to me someone that takes advantage of you in a weak moment or a low moment is a monster and they are disgusting there is nothing you did that made you feel like that you should feel like this is my fault. If you were a child, if you were a teenager, if you were an adult, whatever age, whatever stage, wherever, whoever it was, whether it was a uncle, whether it was a cousin, whether it was a family friend, somebody at the church, somebody that you know was a mentor, um, someone you dated, uh, someone a part of your school, on your campus, whoever, the fault is not with you. It was nothing you did. I know you probably have spent years and years thinking if X, Y, and Z wouldn't have happened, if you would have did this, if you would have done that, if this would have happened, if that would have happened, it would have been completely different. Or how could the universe let such pain happen to you? Or why is it, why did it happen for so long? Or the amount of brutality or the mental toll it took on you or the experience you have or if it hasn't happened to you having a friend or a family member that has had their um that sexual experience taken from them when they have been you know hurt or raped or molested or um taken advantage of or assaulted if it hasn't happened to you and you've seen it happen to somebody you know the pain you know the destruction you know the aftermath you know the mental and physical and emotional and spiritual you know repercussions that has on a person on a woman and how that breaks them down when i say a person it can't happen to men too but right now we're talking you know for my women but it does happen being sexually assaulted takes something out of you being sexually demonized takes something out of you being sexually tormented and having trauma takes something out of you mentally physically emotionally your body your choice and when that choice is taken from you that will break you down for a lot of women that does destroy them because it's no longer your choice your body is something precious your temple 
your everything. This is all you have, your body. And when someone takes your body from you, they are taking your willpower, your strength, your dignity, your confidence from you. They are stripping you of your right in order to be who you are. That is what sexual assault is. And I think no one talks about when a girl and a woman is assaulted, the repercussions and the the damaging effects that has to a person. It's not just mental. It's not just emotional, but spiritually questioning the universe, questioning God, questioning the divine. Why me? You know what I'm saying? There, there's so much that goes along with that hurt and that pain and that uncomfortableness and being able to feel that level of shame and guilt and hurt and know that it's not your fault and coming out over that is a very, very powerful thing. And to all of my women that have been sexually assaulted, that have been hurt, that have been traumatized, no matter at what age or what stage you have in your life, I do send love to you. I do send love. I do send positive vibes. I do send encouraging energy. And for those of you who are still finding the hard days to get up out of bed or still finding days where you feel like you can't make it, you're still struggling with suicidal thoughts or low self-esteem or, you know, depression and you feel like there are days you just can't make it. Hi, sis. Because what? We've all been there before. You're not going through this alone. There are so many women along with myself that know exactly what you feel like, that have experienced what you feel and know that there is hope. There might not be today. There might not be tomorrow, but there is hope and it does get better. Another thing I want to talk about is sex work, sex work and slut shaming. Now, I'm not going to lie. I have slut shamed before and I have been slut shamed. You see what I'm saying? Like. I have slut shamed and I have slut shamed and I've been slut shamed because the reason I wanted to link in sex work and slut shaming is I feel like slut shaming for a lot of women has a misogynistic view and I had a misogynistic view on slut shaming. I was... I was one of those girls that was like, live your best life, have casual sex if you want to, um, date as many people as you want to, pop that pussy, enjoy your life, masturbate, do it. I still believe all of that. Now, that, that has not changed. I still believe all of that. But I was still on the same spectrum like, hey... If you got an OnlyFans or you're a stripper or you're um, uh, an escort, you a hoe because that's nasty. And you you getting paid to sell pussy. Oh, my God. But that's slut shaming. Because the way a woman enjoys sex, once again, is none of the no- another person's business. I think we have looked at sex work as that's the one part of sex we get to slut shame. That's the one part of sex we get to talk down about. That's the one part of sex we get to, you know, say all these negative and nasty comments about all of the women that have OnlyFans or that are escorts or that are, you know, prostitutes or that are, you know, when they when you they provide a sexual experience for pay that automatically makes them a whole and we get to slut shame them. That is so misogynistic and so wrong and so stupid and so just uh like that is not okay. 
that is not okay. Because a woman has a OnlyFans does not mean she's a hoe. A hoe is a social construct. A hoe is... Some, no, I'm going to take it back. To me, a hoe is a person that don't take care of their responsibilities. A hoe is a person that don't take care of their kids, man or woman. A hoe is a person that can't admit their wrongs and their rights. I mean, they, they wrongs and their faults and always think that they're right. A hoe is a person that puts their self above everybody else and can no longer, you know, look down to help the smaller person because that's just beneath them. A hoe is a person that believes it's their way or the highway. And if you don't get on board with they bullshit, you got to go. Those are whole, that's whole shit to me. That's a whole different thing. A, whole, a person that enjoys sex however they enjoy it, if they're getting paid for it, is not a whole. That's that person's personal sexual experience. That is how they choose to view and enjoy and experience sex. If you're not doing it, guess what? That has nothing to do with you. Mind your business. Mind your business. If you are not having sex with a, even if you are having sex with the person, you need to talk to a person about, you know, their kinks and their fetishes and what they like and what they don't like before you judge someone. And even if they don't disclose that information to you, if you see a regular person on social media or, you know, um, in society, you don't have the right to judge them based off what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy or what their experiences are with sex. Men have told women for the longest how we have to view our bodies, how you have to see yourself, how you have to love yourself, how you have to enjoy sex. And that's not true. Your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. How you enjoy sex, how you have sex, the things that you enjoy while having sex is up to you. But experience sex for yourself. Experience sex the way you want to experience sex without judgment if you have friends or you have family that judge you make new friends and and you know you can always make new family you know i've told y'all that before people say it's not true but you can find family does not family does not determine whether or not you share blood family determines support love encouragement being there for you supporting you always you know holding you accountable in a respectful way in a loving way in a compassionate way being there for you when you need someone to talk to being there when you need someone to let you know your wrongs being there to support you and encourage you and uplift you when you're at your lowest and when you're at your weakest to allow you to know that this too shall pass that is family those are friendships when you're not being able to when you're not being judged when you're not being talked about behind your back when you're not being lied to made fun of picked at bullied abused mentally physically emotionally financially spiritually people that support you and love you and encourage you those are positive relationships those are relationships that you work towards those are relationships that you encourage more of Those are the relationships that matter to you the most. Because what do we say on this podcast? Because honestly, sis, we've all been there. You will not be the first. You will not be the last person to experience pain, to experience discomfort, to experience hurt, to experience shame, guilt, defeat, despair. But that does does not mean you have to live in it. 
that does not mean you have to continue to live that or feel that way about yourself because you are beautiful you are strong you are amazing you can live in your vulnerability and your authenticity and your identity and know that no matter what you go through you are not alone you are not the only one this is not the end of the road what you've been through what you're going through what you may go through does not determine your worth it does not determine that you still deserve love you still deserve happiness you still deserve compassion you still deserve a life that is beautiful to you and the life that you want so this has been the end of today's episode there will be a part two to this i do see a part two coming because this was a fun conversation for me let me know what you guys think in the comments below you can always follow me on instagram twitter and pinterest at the divine film podcast and facebook you can also join us for our divine film podcast fenty skin giveaway go to divine film podcast on instagram find the giveaway post bookmark it and follow the instructions as long as you are subscribed to the podcast you leave a review or rate you will be entered in order to win a fancy skin complete bundle i thank you so much for listening i thank you for all the love all the support thank you for a thousand downloads Woo! that was me you know trying to do my woohoo but thank you so much thank you so much for the i read i really do read the comments the reviews i take your topics into consideration i thank you so much for the love and the support and just all of the beautiful well wishes and energy once again stay divine